Anyone remember Tamagotchi or what do we call them? Digipets? Yeah, back in the 90s, we used to have these things that were incredibly cheap and poorly made because there were so many of them. And they would whine and demand things and usually die if you didn't give them attention. We still got that now. It's just nowadays we call them OnlyFans girls. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of a show that thinks the best internet challenge is the one where you shut the fuck up. Here on the Peter Bud Network! To people who don't know who I am, show at my special. That's bullshit. Part of me really believes that, the other part is I just like pissing off people with kids, you know? I'll tell you what. If you've seen it before, you don't want to see him again. Sending this fashion statement says, I'm having a good fucking time! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 26 of our shitty little show, the Peter Pod Network. I am Peter Pod. We got Will in the back, and from the Four Wall Studio, we have a loaded show for you this week. And I cannot wait to present to you the two new songs and a special story time by none other than the hashtag legend, who is once again gracing us with his presence, uh, just to give you a very special edition of Let's Do that, frankly, I cannot wait for. We have a few things coming down the pike in the next few months, as we have learned with the newest New Hampshire urban legend, Jackson Hutt, and his axe-wielding presence around the Kelly Street trestle over in Manchester. Jackson Hutt wasn't a thing when I was a kid, so I'm really looking forward to that and a lot more, and I'm thinking that none other than Ringy should make the Peter Pod Network return to tell the story, since he is the one who shared it with us originally. Make sure to hit the subscribe button and follow at PeterPod Network and all the major socials. I go through them all again, but I'm pretty sure Zuckerberg jerks off a little every time Facebook is mentioned. Remember that the Twitter page is daily weekday content, and of course, none of that content is for kids, which makes it twice as good in my opinion, but still, parental discretion is advised. Also remember to send your emails to thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com and let us know how we're doing. We used to say it all the time. The Peter Pod Network is a show for you, so help us make sure that we're giving you what you want. Special shout out to Blue Wallet Whale at Yahoo for her letter about wanting to see the show happen. While we are still looking into setting up video for the podcast, we also have some alternative ideas that you may have already been seeing during this very episode. But only on YouTube, folks. Those of you on Amazon, Spotify, or Samsung, you don't get the video, so I guess you're shit out of luck. Also, check out the archives and see everything Peter Pod Network at PeterPodNetwork.com and find all the episodes to binge like a proper 700-pound shut-in. Just because they're going to have to cut a hole in your house to get your dead body out after no one found you for a few weeks and, of course, the cats have eaten part of your face, doesn't mean you can't hear all the episodes you need to help you contemplate your poor, sad, sad decisions. So, we don't know who we should be thanking. I've got a few suspicions, but... We should probably start the show with a huge thank you to whoever gave our email to the Scientology folks who reached out to our email, thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com, earlier this week. We got them to send us a whole shitload of free material that we're thinking could end up being one hell of a segment here on the Peter Pod Network. No joke, we've got a free copy of Dianetics, directions to meetings. Hell, I'm personally thinking a trip down to the Scientology Center in Massachusetts may become an edition of Let's Do that is a definite must-listen-to kind of bit. I'm sure the person who failed miserably at trying to fuck with us probably did not realize what a golden fucking goose you just delivered to us. Seriously, thank you again. How much fun do you think a podcast like this one could have with the people who treat Tom fucking Cruise like a god? And you better believe I'm going to bring that up to them. 
I'll probably start off by asking how Katie Holmes is doing just to see the reaction. This is a religion who glorifies the actor who is most likely to play one of the seven dwarves. How could that not be caused to force us to deliver absolute havoc with that? And Tom Cruise is only the start of the list. How many Jenna Elfman jokes do you think we can come up with? I mean, besides the ones her life already gave us. What do you think they will do when I constantly point at people walking around the church and I start asking, is that Leah Remini? Or does your space god do anal probes? Holy shit. I wonder how long I can wander around their compound with a milk carton that has a picture of Shelly Miscavige on it. Do milk companies still do that? Oh, well, I'll find a way just so I can say I did it. I can die happy with that one. Whoever you are, you just gave me an inside access to a group started by a probable child predator science fiction writer. And not even a good writer either. Though from what I hear, he was a pretty good child predator. This is going to be amazing. I am so giddy with ideas on how to get them to talk about Xenu or whatever alien lord it is that they think is going to show up in a spaceship and rapture them away. And yes, I will be asking if there will be bags of nuts served as a mid-flight snack. How could I not? And when they find out what we're up to, oh my god, it's going to get so much better. I honestly hope they show up at my house with cameras so I can come out in a Tom Cruise mask and ask them if they want to come in and recreate the underwear scene from Risky Business. There are so many possibilities to look forward to. Like, oh god. If they actually let me get evaluated with one of their e-reader machines... You know, the ones with the tin cans wired to a shitty 80s era label maker? Holy fuck. I'll do a little research into what they ask during one of those sessions and then find a way to reveal that I was once the Norse god of fuckery in a previous life. When I told them that I host a show, they were all about getting them some Peter Pod. Thank God it was through email because I was laughing harder than when we got the email with the screenshot from Melissa Cody's Facebook page. The one where she had to explain to everyone she knew that she was in fact born a woman and not a man. Though from what I hear, her OnlyFans has led a few of her subscribers to question that fact. And I'm telling you, that email was fucking hilarious. So again, thank you to the person who sent them to us. I don't know what your plan was, but 100% free content like that is a gift that keeps on giving. It's like herpes, but with less burning. Alright, so I guess this is the part where we uh, really try to get things rolling, so uh, how does it go? Oh yeah. Who's ready for a rant? Well, here it comes right after this. You call me an old man, let me see you do that again. I fought in World War II and I will kick your ass, young man. Then I sigh, you lost your ball in my yard again. I'm gonna hold on to this so you don't turn into little hooligans. And I said no Here I sit out on my porch again I'm old and tired and I don't need no friends Don't you ride your bike on my grass It's gonna be your ass when I have to tell your mom I'd like to be what I was again 
It's no fun to sit here in a pair of full deep ends When I find a flaming bag of shit You better believe I'm gonna get myself some revenge And I said no Here I sit out on my porch again I'm old and tired and I don't need no friends You could end up being my kid From what I'm hearing around the neighborhood Your mother does get around a bit Yeah Here I sit out on my porch again I'm old and tired and I don't need no friends Here I sit out on my porch again I'm old and tired and I don't need no friends What are the words to the song? I don't know but I'll carry on because I've got something to say And here comes the rant of the week Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 26 edition of The Rant And what are we talking about this week? Well, something occurred to me last Monday after I was posting episode 25 And this is how fucking weird I am Because after I posted that episode for your fucking judgmental ears Well, has anybody else noticed that the only time that a nuclear bomb was ever used against japan of course because it would end world war ii and it was used twice may i remind you does anyone remember any stories about anyone and i mean anyone having an issue with it i mean really how fucked up was japan that there is only one weapon in history in the history of war that the like eight or nine countries in the world that may own it they never use it and they don't use that weapon because it's so horrible and devastating. They don't use it because it's beyond horrible and devastating. And really now, with decades of people who have been protesting the war, protesting the bomb specifically, no more nukes, all that shit that we've heard in videos and in classrooms, even with that, people still talk shit about it. And they're all talking shit about you. What the fuck were the Japanese of the 40s doing that the entire world said, yeah, well, I guess you shouldn't have done that. That has to piss somebody off, right? We live in a day and age where people have the balls to complain if you don't recognize their choice to be a non-binary feline. How the fuck have we not heard of some random restitution-based free hugs group that is demanding payment to the families of the victims, even though they're about... 80 years too late for that campfire. And before you get on me, I know that one wasn't racist because we all know that most of the protesters that are going to end up there are going to end up being straight white men in their early 20s who are only there to impress straight white females who told them they would be there. And maybe like two Asian tourists who aren't even Japanese. They just see an easy way to get free drinks by making Godzilla references. Which reminds me of something I should point out, kind of a PSA thing here. Remember, boys and girls, just because you stand for something... Like, say, people for the ethical treatment of the North African wet cave spider. Just because you support a cause does not make you any smarter than anyone else. 
And for you kids choosing what to major in in college, jewelry making is not a major that makes people take you seriously when you're arguing for the rights of the Candido moth. Both are ridiculous, and much like everyone else, I don't give a fuck about either of them. And that'll tell you a little bit about how my weekend went. Don't just go to school, kids. Please go learn something so there aren't so many people willing to take my order in the drive-thru. Alright, let's get to the news. What can you hear about this fucked up town? Only on the news. Hear it on the news. Did some crackhead run out to traffic? Find out on the news. Crack is a hell of a drug. Heard it on the news. Where's my beat? Yeah. Building came in. Find an alien. Find out on the news. Is ET coming for me? Is your mother really your brother? Find out on the news. Mom, you got a lot of explaining to do. Welcome to episode 26, The News. So I don't know if anyone heard, even though Democrats have been throwing up about it and young male Republicans have been jerking off over it for about a week or so now, but Caroline Levitt has won her primary election against old man Chuck Morse and will be taking on Chris Pappas in a few months for the first New Hampshire Congressional District's general election seat. Some people credit Levitt's win to Chuck Morse's advanced age and super conservative views, but most of us in the know can see the easy win for the pretty young Republican is more likely due to the fact that people have a much easier time accepting someone that is like them rather than a guy who could fill in for the Crypt Keeper. Miss Levitt will become the youngest ever congresswoman at 25 years old, should she win. And like I said, with the younger voter base making their way into recent elections, it's easy to see that the youngins are relating to Caroline Levitt. Especially after a recent campaign ad running on television and the internet against Levitt backfired and showed young New Hampshire voters all over the state how relatable she really is. Caroline Levitt? Yep, that's her. Levitt pretends she's a conservative, but really she's just a woke Gen Zer. Worships Fauci's mask mandates, records everything. Listen up, hobags. Wants to bring her generation's new vision to Congress. You know, mooching off her parents. Just to make a note, Defending Main Street was apparently the name of the, the pack that ended up making that commercial, and they could not have done a worse fucking job of making something stick, because as we all know, Caroline Levitt won. Because while most candidates would have had a difficult time coming back from an ad showing them drunk and calling people hoebags, candidate Levitt picked up that metaphorical hoebag and slapped the shit out of some bitches on the debate and voting day stage, and is currently poised as the most likely person to piss off CNN should she win. 
Recent reports from the field are saying that C-SPAN may end up distributing squeegees to young males at home watching her acceptance speech, as the young blonde is sure to cause 15-year-olds all over New Hampshire to obviously watch more news and, of course, make a lot more sticky white deposits on TVs all over the Granite State. Which, of course, the PPN News Network believes will lead to the great teenage dehydration crisis of 2023. Finally, fulfilling the prophecy of one, Gary Glitter. So stay tuned to the PPN News on the Peter Pod Network as we follow candidate Levitt's story and hopefully we will see more drunken videos from her campaign that are sure to help New Hampshire and maybe America as a whole release a whole lot of tension. Next up, as England and the world mourn the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, they must also welcome in King Charles III and what is no doubt his first job ever. It took 70-something years, but the one-time prince now doesn't have to worry about much, as he and his king's consort Camilla were officially coronated as the highest members of Britain's monarchy. Many members of the world community, including some citizens of the United Kingdom, hold reservations as to how effective the newly crowned king will be and are probably thinking that the wrong royal may have died when the black luxury car slammed into a column under that bridge all those years ago. Let's see if they're right. But others contend that while King Charles III may not be their cup of tea, see what I did there? Most are just happy that we aren't being forced to celebrate King Andrew I and the newly renamed royal aircraft, Epstein I. While Charles may look like the slow kid working the counter of your local McDonald's, at least he isn't Andrew fucking kids two at a time in his own personal Kensington Palace super secret fun time room. Many do not know the purpose of the monarchy outside of England herself, but King Charles III will now be the final word in all military operations from the country that gave us disabled child predator Jimmy Savile and be responsible for all English soldiers across the world. Proving once again that England's military is largely comparable to a child's toy collection of G.I. Joe's spread across the living room floor. The part of this story that the Peter Pod Network is actually finding most troubling is how much the United States of America appears to care about everything related with the English royal family since we literally have one day a year where we all get drunk, set off large explosions in the sky, and celebrate the fact that we kicked their ass. Okay, what's next? New Hampshire has a few events to mention this month as Glendy kicks off its 43rd year celebrating Greek tradition in the Granite State. Come fill up on gyros or euros and, of course, baklava and later on the runs as Greek Orthodox leaves its yearly impression on all of our colons. The comic book convention GraniteCon has made its way through Manchester once again, featuring artists, vendors, and scantily clad cosplayers of all ages who have come to the Queen City to sell their wares and show off their tits. That was my favorite part, one 13-year-old was quoted as saying. How the fuck did you escape the basement? I was later quoted as replying. And merriment was had by all. This has been the news. Jesus, won't you please take me home? I can't deal with these people anymore. From the people that I meet to the addicts on the street, oh Lord, won't you please take me home? Lord, I see this dumb shit every day. Like the guy who made a sex doll out of clay. 
Well, the clay dried up and he lost his cock. Now he walks around with a stuffed sock. I'm telling you, Lord, this world ain't meant for me. Out in Alabama, there's a man who's had sex with all his pigs. And out in China, you really don't want to know what they do to the kids. I've been around for way too long. I'm telling you, Lord, this world ain't meant for me. Jesus, won't you please take me home? Take me home. I can't stand this world of insta holes. Like the guy who tried to live his life dressed up like a deer that died. And the hunter said, That makes no sense to me. Lord, oh please, won't you make this go away? Go away. Just go to Thailand and see what they have to say. What they have to say. And for five bucks, you can get a tug as long as you don't tell anyone. All of these twelve-year-olds, they work for free. And out in Russia, you can mail order a bride. Down in Australia, there's a guy who fucks kangaroos with pride. Now I'm telling you, Lord, I've seen too much in this world. Amen for me. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Oh shit, what are we doing again? Fuck. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 26 edition of Let's Do. And as promised, we do have story time from the hashtag legend himself. So in pure Peter Pod Network fashion, why don't we just get out of the way and let the legend speak? Alright, so my night started off on Friday night. We ended up going over to the casino, having a couple of drinks, won, won some money. Fucking trucks, man. Yeah, it should be pointed out that this interview was conducted in the middle of a construction business's lot, so you might hear some trucks coming and going, but let's get back to it. So we go over to the casino, we win some money, and we decide, yeah, you know what, let's go out, get a couple of drinks, get something to eat. So we jump over to La Coretta, have a couple of Henny and Red Bulls, and then uh, we, we take off, say, let's go get something else. So I said, you know what, let's go down to the fucking gay club and see if you can pick up a chick for the night. And uh, so we go down there, and... Uh, yeah, that kind of didn't happen, but we were hopeful. Yeah, I heard that one too, folks. And uh, coming outside, and the goddamn gypsies there, those fucking pavers there. Yeah, the family he's talking about there, the pavers, they're actually this one family that ri- uh, runs this gigantic paving scheme or business or whatever you want to call it. Uh, if anybody's been in the uh, west side of Manchester, I'm sure you've had little kids run up to your driveway and say, hey, we're with a paving company in the neighborhood and we have extra pavement or tar, or whatever the fuck it is they're selling. And they offer to do a job for your driveway super fucking cheap that ends up crumbling within a year and ends up basically ruining your yard and costs you even more to have that ripped out and a correct one put in. But anyways, anybody who lives near these people also know that the kids are a whole lot of fucking fun too. I know friends personally who have gotten into fistfights with these motherfuckers because they just jump out of bushes and ask for your fucking wallet. Thankfully, most people can understand that their Mr. T starter set plastic fucking gold chains that they wear are just another fucking joke that has something to do with their family. And, and well, it looks like the hashtag legend got a little bit of revenge for all of us. Uh, turn around, and uh, they're, they're lit and stuff. They're giving, they're giving some trouble. And I called my wife a choice name, and so I uh, split one of them wide open there. My buddy has three of them to, to, 
to let you know. And then my buddy Pucker popped another one, and the third one just took off like a little bitch with his $5,000 chain, supposedly. Yeah, all right. Fucking plastic with his shitty shoes. So I'm going to stop it right there. I get a lot of emails that celebrate the legend, and they love the legend, and they want more legend. I'm sorry, hashtag legend. But then I get emails who ask me, why do I have this hillbilly who talks about committing crimes on my program? I want to tell you right now, because of that right there. Motherfucker gets someone who talks shit to his fucking wife and immediately takes care of it, and you know he's right because other people step in to help. All right, back to it. But anyways, so then, then so we have a few more drinks there. I'm pretty fucked up at this point. Lord, let me please go drinking with the legend one night. So then I'm saying, you know what, man? Let's go. Let's take off, head down Elm, see what's going on. I drive by uh, 603, which is the old Panucci's, and uh, there's a fucking hot dog cart out there. I'm like, <laughs> fucking right. And who doesn't want a hot dog when you're drunk as shit driving a motorcycle with your wife on the back at God knows what time in the morning? Crank a U-turn. Again fucking lit probably shouldn't have been on the bike and for those of you who are just waiting to fucking complain in my email he just said he shouldn't have been doing it get over yourselves pull up on the corner of lola now i'm going to pull my clutch in to throw in the neutral i hit the fucking front brake boom down i go and i'm fairly certain this next part's probably gonna be brought into evidence at the divorce trial of mrs legend versus mr legend with the old lady on the back boom i'm laughing my balls off i pull myself from up under the bike stand up one of my hot dogs <laughs> Fucking poor people over there picking my bike up, pick my old lady up. I turn around, she's they're just getting my shit up, and I'm out on my hot dog. You know what I mean? So it was a pretty good fucking weekend. Well, for at least one of you. I don't think the other one was a big fan of how that weekend ended. Then my buddy calls me and says, you know what, man? Oh, there's more. What, what are you doing? I said, ah, bye, down down, bye, bye, bye. He's like, come on up, man, come on over. I said, all right, man. Go over to his house. We have a fire. Fucking Henny and Red Bull over there. Long story short, fucking 4.30 in the morning, I'm in arguing with an Uber driver, not wanting to go home in the Uber, wanting to take my bike. But fuck it, man. I, then The next thing you know, I guess I did get in the Uber because I ended up at home and I woke up the next morning with my old lady and uh, with my fucking bike on the other side of the city. And that's that was that, man. Went over there and got my shit back. But yeah, what a fucked up night. And fucking fuck those gypsies, man. Fuck them up their gypsy asses. And with that, this has been it for this week's edition of Let's Do. Hopefully you did enjoy this segment and, of course, story time with the hashtag legend. Until next time, folks. And with that, everybody, this comes to an end. Another episode of the Peter Pod Network, episode 26. Can you believe it? Well, I just want to say I'm really happy we got to show you those two new songs. And a big-ass thank you again to the hashtag legend for a very special story time. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and follow us on all the major socials, of course, if you got a message for us, want to let us know how we're doing, if there's something you didn't like, go ahead and write into thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. And as always, make sure to check out the archives with the episodes, the songs, and all the bits that didn't make the air at peterpodnetwork.com. So, for Peter Pod, for Will in the Back, I just want to say thank you once again to everybody out there. Have a great week. Catch you next time.